0: Greetings, friends. I'm John Haspel. This is a Dhamma talk from Cross River Meditation Center in Frenchtown, New Jersey. If you find benefit from this talk, please support the restoration, the preservation, and the presentation of the Buddha's Dhamma with your donation at becoming-buddha.com. Thank you. Peace. This is the um, the penultimate class, I think, of our. Uh, Vipassana Structured Study this year. This will be the fifth class on the Anapanasate Sutta, uh, and then we'll finish on Saturday with the Mupada Sutta. Um, This section is titled Clear Knowing and Release. The entire Anapanasate Sutta um, is an example of authentic dharma practice, and so this this just follows in what the Buddha's been teaching uh, for this whole sutta. This is what dharma practice looks like as it's developed. These aren't these aren't dharma, dharma practices themselves. They're the result of authentic, skillful, well-integrated, meaning well-integrated with the eightfold path dharma practice. So this section, clear knowing and release relates directly to uh, the key themes of the Dhamma, beginning with dependent origination, that it is ignorance of Four Noble Truths that leads to fabrications, from fabrications comes the whole entire mass of suffering. So clearly knowing that is what the Buddha is saying, and then releasing all of those fabricated views rooted in ignorance. Clear knowing and release. And how are the seven factors of awakening appropriately developed so as to bring right understanding or, or right view. Right understanding implies that there's understanding that as far as the Dhamma is concerned is not necessarily wrong understanding, but it doesn't lead to developing the Dhamma. It's simply um, intellectually unaffiliated, if I can put it that way, a teaching. So it might it might have some value somewhere in the world or even into, into another tradition. It simply has no value as it relates to the Dhamma right understanding, and release from clinging to wrong views to their culmination. When one develops mindfulness in this manner as a factor of awakening, mindfulness is established in seclusion, established in dispassion, and established in cessation, and established in relinquishment. Relinquishment of clinging to ignorant views. That's how mindfulness is established. That is the refined mindfulness that we talk about in the Dhamma. It's not just mindfulness of everything that happens, because that's not mindfulness at all. That's just applying the word mindfulness to your own distraction. The Buddha teaches a very, very refined mindfulness, as he described right there. They developed investigation of the Dhamma as a factor for awakening. They developed persistence as a factor for awakening. Meaning, I mentioned it to Brian earlier, or consistency. They develop joyful engagement as a factor of awakening. We've actually taken true refuge. We understand the benefits of, of this practice. So, of course, we'll be joyfully engaged or enraptured with our own practice. They develop tranquility as a factor of awakening. Tranquility is a. It's a counter to grasping after awakening. We develop tranquility because we've taken true refuge. That's what we're, That's why we're leading to the three suttas on refuge, beginning two classes from now. Because we understand that we are actually developing a dhamma that a human being used to awaken himself and that he left us. And furthermore, we have that third refuge established, a well-informed and well-focused sangha. They develop concentration as a factor of awakening. Of course, we develop concentration because we're practicing jhana meditation. They develop equanimity as a factor of awakening. These seven <laughs> factors of awakening are dependent on seclusion, dependent on dispassion, dependent on, and dependent on cessation. These seven factors of awakening, when fully developed, results in relinquishment and of all views rooted in ignorance of four noble truths. So the, again, the Buddha is saying, just develop this, this practice, this dhamma, and here is what you will achieve. Nothing's left up to, to um, uh, some ambiguous faith. Nothing's, and nothing's, uh, the Buddha's dhamma isn't based on a promise that if you do this, act in this certain way, in some future lifetime you're going to get a big pile of gold. The Buddha knew how perniciously evil that type of thinking was. Why? Because it distracts us from this human life. And places our mind in a a fabricated establishment outside of this life. And I would say outside of even the possibility of human existence. Of course it is. And yet... Well, I can't say everyone, because I'm not sure if I know everyone. Every modern Buddhist practice that I know of is based on that type of speculation, that type of distraction. It's not here, it's there. What good is it? What good is it as far as somebody who's hoping to develop awakening right here and right now? And that results in relinquishment of all views rooted in ignorance of four noble truths. The Buddha continues, this is how the seven factors of awakening are appropriately developed so as to bring right understanding or right view and release from clinging to ignorant views to their culmination. This is what the, this is what the Buddha said. Gratified, those in attendance were delighted at the Buddha's words. He, he finally concluded and brought to a, to a powerful conclusion his entire dhamma. Thank you. That's the end of the Anapanasati Sutta. Um, so there's no one online, so we'll start. Uh, let's start with Mary in the back. Mary, what did okay. you think of tonight's suit? I know it's completely out of context. but I think I'll
1: say
2: noble silence.
0: Thank you. Jane, how are you? I'm,
2: well, thank you. I'm so fortunate to be here. Me too. Everything just is It's almost like a retreat feeling for me here. Meditating with everybody. I just, I mean, I, the, all of our study
1: has just been just a ways to find peace.
0: Yeah. yeah. And you found it, huh? And I found it. Isn't that remarkable, though? That, again, the, when the Buddha's Dhamma is practiced as intended, it delivers what he promised, which is just that. The Buddha's promise of awakening is defined as by the Buddha as a common, peaceful mind. That's what Jane has. And there's nothing more valuable. Imagine that. What could be more valuable than an unshakable, calm and peaceful mind? And a mind that is that resting in that unwavering calm because it understands what it means to be a human being. It's incredibly... I mean, that, that is remarkable, isn't it? That, that Siddhartha Gautama figured out the key to happiness is understanding what happiness is all about. And it has no eye-making attached to it. Barbara, welcome back. And how, what did you think of tonight's sutra? Um, Well,
2: it's a lot of numbers. Yeah. A lot of numbers. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it, it, it makes sense. They build on each
3: other. And, I don't know.
2: It makes sense
0: to me. Yeah, To me, too. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Hello, Brett. <clears throat>
3: uh, thank you for your teaching. and uh, Good to be here. i take taking noble silence.
0: Thank you. Good evening, Ron.
1: Good evening. Um, yeah, this is a great culmination of of the whole sutta and mm. the series here. Um, and just uh, before I came here, I just kind of ran through the whole sutta and to just to, to it's there's a lot there, and and you, it's easy to 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 lose the overview. Yeah. But here he is in the Rains retreat where everybody's been teaching and practicing and he sees his his Dharma at work and he sees that it's working and yeah. and he gives them you know the big picture but it every section starts with how yeah. it is for him just about the practice. This yeah. is a practical thing. This is what you do. Yeah. If you want awakening, this is how you get there. Yeah. And he describes, the and he gives them the roadmap. Uh, and and I, I've never seen, the, the, looked at the, the seven factors of awakening in, in this way, but yeah. it's simply a roadmap. It's It's yeah. not a, a list of things to do. It's simply a roadmap. Yeah. If you practice mindfulness as he describes it as, yep. as he prescribes it yeah. this is what you will find this is this is where you'll get uh, it's uh, this is a wonderful sort of uh, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. this uh you know this is going to be one of the standards uh, and and to do this in a, in a in a more um in an even more uh, deliberate way uh, would be one would be good for for any sangha. yeah
0: i think so yeah, thank you, Ram. Yeah, we are, Ram's alluding to, um, we're going to be doing a, a structured study on just the sutta. Uh, I worked out the outline. Right now it's 21 or 20, I can't remember how many, it's about 20 classes, I think, right now. Um, and it really does deserve a structured study of its own because there is so much here. And uh, this is another one of those suttas, like all of the Buddha's suttas, but this is another one that is, Constantly corrupted to fit a modern view. One of the modern meditation methods is called Anapanasati, and it's because that word is corrupted to say, "Okay, that's that means mindfulness of the breath meditation." That's not what Anapanasati means. Anapanasati means means mindfulness, means the mind, literally, and Ana is exalted, Pana it. it anapana is the is the the uh, is the breath so it's exalted mindfulness of the breath is what literally what the what the sutta means but what it's describing is with this exalted breath meditation practice known as jhana meditation we achieve these results anapanasati uh, so it's not describing a meditation method it's describing just what it says this is the result of developing this exalted quality of concentration. Ryan, good to see you tonight. It's good to see you. Uh, I think I'll take noble
1: silence as well. I'm glad you're here. Good
0: evening, David. Hello, John.
3: Uh, I've always thought early on, the seven factors, this this is what the practice looks like. Um, These are the qualities that you'll see arise as you deepen your practice. What it looks like, not something to chase after. It's just something that. What it looks like. Yeah. I always thought it was a a simple way of antidote to the hindrances.
1: Mm.
3: You're tired and you're showing sloth and toil. There's energy. doubtful, there's the joyful engagement. It was a simple way for me to piece things together because as Barbara said there's a lot of numbers. But really it's always rolling back to understanding. You're, you're trying to take this ball of ignorance and little by little just with your practice wash away and replace it with understanding. And this is just a perfect uh, sutta for that. And
1: okay.
3: I almost hope that a study doesn't lose some of the elegance of, of this. So we'll have to work hard to roll back to how pretty this sutta is and yeah. how special it is. And he starts the sutta out saying how pleased he was with how the Sangha was conducting itself. Yeah. And I've always try to like keep that in mind. that When I'm here, that's how I conduct myself. So, yeah. you well, know, can't wait to this again. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you. And that leads to just what you just said. Leads to the Upa Sutta, and that that Sutta really does conclude this uh, the study very nicely, and it will be included in the book and added to the study. Thank you, David.
2: Hello, Matt. Hey, John. Hey, everybody. Let's <laughs> you see everybody. <your> uh, <coughs> I like, I like what Ram said about a prescription mm-hmm. and, and that, uh, and I'd also add that, that this sutta and the Satipatthana sutta are, are, we could do a, a whole study on just those two. Yeah. Um, but that, you know, as Ram said about a prescription, sort of echoing what you had said John when you have a simple and effective dhamma practice you have a prescription to disentangle yourself from yeah. stress and suffering and if you know if it's if you get too into numbers and you know concepts. Then this sutta is very good to point you back to what it is that you're actually doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it was cool. I didn't think I didn't think we could get this break this sutta down into five classes, but maybe 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 more. Maybe, <laughs> oh, maybe twenty. Yeah. For, yeah, yeah, definitely more.
1: So well,
0: there's also sutta that in. There's, yeah. there's both suttas that this, that Anapanasati sutta informed, yeah. and then there's suttas that also um, inform the Anapanasati sutta, so that's what, how the studies coming together. That. I look forward to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. I hope you all do. Uh, wow, that was a quick class, And nothing wrong with, with, a, with a quick class. <coughs> Uh, as they say, no soul saved after the hour, and I'm working hard on saving this old soul. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, today's Tuesday. Saturday we'll conclude with the Upada and next Tuesday we're going to start a three-class uh, series of talks on taking refuge. so we'll have to work out or teach. I'm going to be taking two classes off coming up, so... Uh, we'll finish with um, the Karaniya Metta Sutta as we always do. And these are the Buddha's words on Metta from the Karaniya Metta Sutta. So just take a moment to become mindful of your in breath and your out breath. Your mind and your body through your breath. And the Buddha's word. Even as a mother protects with her life her child, her only child, so with a boundless heart should one cherish all living beings. Radiating kindness over the entire world, spreading upwards to the skies and downwards to the depths, outwards and unbounded, freed from hatred and ill will. Whether standing or walking, seated or lying down, free from drowsiness, one should sustain this recollection. This is said to be the sublime abiding, By not holding to fixed views, the pure-hearted one, having clarity of vision, being freed from all sense-desires, is not born again into this world. Thank you all for a wonderful class tonight. Peace. Thank you for listening. I rely on donations to support the continued restoration, preservation, and presentation of the Buddhist Dhamma. If you find benefit here, please consider a donation at becoming-buddha.com Thank you. Peace.